Today, we're going to talk about the real winners of the new Rogan Spotify deal, his guests. Welcome to another episode of Catching You Up With Nadal. Let's go with. I'd like to thank the executive producer of this episode, Eric Bay. Without his big baller support, I would probably be at every poker room in Austin, Texas, turning my fake gambling problem into a real gambling problem. And if you'd like to become an executive producer of this show and show big baller support, you can click the Patreon link in the description below. Now's a good time to remind you to comment, like, subscribe right now. So let's talk about the new Rogan Spotify deal. At the time that this was recorded, the Associated Press reported that the Rogan deal is upwards of $250 million. And the way you get to up to is because they're sharing ad sales. But the biggest part of this deal that's different from the previous one is that there's no exclusivity. Rogan no longer needs to only post on Spotify. He can post on Apple. He can post on YouTube. Now, granted, there might be more things involved in this deal. Their source is an unnamed source close to Rogan. It's not like Spotify or Rogan put out the term sheet of this contract so that we could all see what it is, because for the most part, other people's business deals are none of your business. Sure, I'm as curious as much as the next person what the exact terms of this deal are, but I mean, that's a me problem. So firstly, I want to say how few podcasts can actually survive what Rogan agreed to for the Spotify deal. Agreeing to take full episodes off of YouTube and just be exclusive to one audio platform for three or four years is a death sentence to almost every single podcast. Except one. Joe Rogan is the male equivalent to what Oprah was at her peak. I still firmly believe that the keto diet wouldn't have been as big as it was if it wasn't for Rogan. Same thing with kettlebells. Same thing with bow hunting. Ice baths, saunas, carnivore diets, stem cells. You know what I mean. But yeah, I don't think a lot of people could have survived what Rogan did. I remember when that podcast, Guys We Fucked, was really popping off back in like 2015, 2016, 2017. I didn't know any of their numbers. But I knew it was popping off because multiple girls at my current job were like, hey, do you know about this podcast? Which is when someone tells you, hey, do you know about this podcast? It's already very popular. I remember that happened with Serial, probably one of the best, you know, podcast musical intros of all time. Also, season one was objectively one of the best things in podcasting ever. But when Guys We Fucked signed on to an exclusive platform for a very nuanced, layered reason, but I believe Anthony Cumia's network is completely behind a paywall. So is Red Bar Radio for the most part. Like, you could still see a couple free episodes here and there, but, you know, is it worth paying for? I don't know, man. Give it a year. Maybe it is. And sure, maybe you have an audience that's really devoted and can keep you afloat, but... Without being on YouTube, your growth is either stunted or killed. And as you keep on going, your retainer is probably going to be slow bleeding. But at the same time, my opinion has always been, if it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. I have no idea what these people's finances are like, and I have no idea how their operation works. Clearly, if they're doing it, something is working. And who the fuck am I to be like, oh, that's not how you do it. And this is complete speculation. 
But going back to Rogan, I think his numbers definitely took a dip while he was on Spotify. All right. So now going back to my argument, the biggest winners of this Spotify Rogan deal are not Rogan and it's not Spotify. It's the people that are guests on the Joe Rogan experience. Yes, Rogan made an announcement that he's coming back to Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Apple Podcasts, I mean, sure, it's the OG audio platform where people listen to podcasts, but the real monster here that I think is the biggest driving force in the podcast industry is YouTube. Their discovery algorithm is unmatched by any other platform that I've seen, and any podcast that isn't on YouTube is going to be in trouble sooner or later. And I'll cover that possibly in next week's episode. Let's take a quick break and tell you about the sponsor of the show, Factor. Are you tired of cooking? Good, because you don't have to anymore. Factor has delicious, ready-to-eat meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and delivered straight to your door. With over 35 meal options to choose from each week, you'll never get bored. With snacks, smoothies, and wellness shots, you'll be on your A-game all day long. There's stuff like smoky Spanish chicken, Nana's Sunday beef bolognese, and let me tell you, that's not what I called my grandma, so this isn't her recipe, but someone's grandma's recipe for bolognese is... If you're busy, if you're not busy... It's one less decision that you have to make for the day. Factor is way less expensive than takeout and takes so much less time than waiting in a drive-thru. All you have to do is heat up the meal for two minutes and that's it. No prepping, no cooking, no cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash nadav50, promo code nadav50, N-A-D-A-V, and get 50% off. That's code NADAV50 at factormeals.com slash NADAV50 and get 50% off. Now let's get back to the show. But here's why Rogan coming back to YouTube is so important for anyone that would be a guest on JRE. So let me try and toxically mansplain why this is so important, right? I'm going to pretend that you're just a dumb third grader and a woman. <laughs> no, I'm just going to assume that you have zero idea how or why any of this works. So in the last three or four years, when Rogan had a guest on his show, yes, you knew that you listened to that episode. I love this guest. They're great. But you know who didn't know that you watched that episode? That's right. Good old Uncle YouTube. And because YouTube doesn't know that you listened to that Rogan episode, they're not going to be like, oh, you just listened to Brian Simpson on Joe Rogan Experience or Neil deGrasse Tyson or Be Real from Cypress Hill, which, by the way, you would have heard that he has completely confirmed my story from last week's episode. A hundred percent confirmed news, baby! Because there was one time these guys from Weed Mat, so we were doing a 420 show in Colorado. And uh, the dabs were new to us still, you know, and they weren't as clean yet. And they were just new in the culture, but not new to these guys. Right. So honestly, it kind of fucks with the brand that it's confirmed. (laughs) But if you watch that episode of JRE on YouTube, YouTube now knows, oh, you watched Brian Simpson. Let us show you some other Brian Simpson stuff. Oh, you watched Neil deGrasse Tyson on JRE? Let us show you all the other guest appearances that he's had on podcasts. If you have any type of footprint on YouTube and you're on Rogan, YouTube's going to be like, oh, let's show you more of that shit. 
because YouTube knows what you want to watch next better than you do. I don't know how you guys start your YouTube sessions, but I start 95% of mine with just opening up the homepage and looking at the thumbnails and saying, which one of these am I going to watch? And then I click on that. And then I just go down rabbit holes of recommendations from YouTube and being like, oh, I'll watch this and this and this and this and this. And by the end of like 30 minutes, I have like 20 or 30 tabs open. So effectively, Rogan coming back to YouTube is going to give anyone that's a guest on his show the YouTube bump that they used to get. People with criminally low viewerships on their podcasts, now when they make an appearance, YouTube's going to be like, oh, this person was on JRE. Let's fucking feed them up to everyone. I would actually equate this to Rogan's return to the comedy store. For those of you that don't know, the comedy stores had quite a history. And back when Rogan beefed with Mencia, had an exodus from the comedy store. And the comedy store was really weird for a long time. Empty for a lot of nights. But then Ari filmed his special at the comedy store. Tommy the talent booker got fired. And all of the stars aligned for Rogan to come back to the comedy store, which brought the audiences back to the comedy store, which allowed the comedy store to be able to start doing insane fucking lineups because they had insane fucking crowds. And I think that's going to translate to YouTube. Now, look, there's people that go on Rogan that don't need the bump, but the smaller guys do. How many times have you heard a guest on Rogan that has never been on your radar where you're like, holy shit, this might be my new favorite comic or scientist or political commentator or your favorite Kennedy Jr. <laughs> but I'm now really stoked that being a guest on Rogan, the value is back up to where it should be. And the ripple effect, they're all just going to bleed into the YouTube algorithm. I love that for anyone that he chooses because for the most part, he chooses pretty good, smart, entertaining people. It's good for the world that Rogan is going back on YouTube. Now, of course, with that, I'll say, you know, <laughs> double check all facts that you hear on there. Really confirm shit if you're going to make changes to your life based on it. And look, I think that that first Spotify deal that Rogan had worked great for both parties. Rogan got a shit ton of fuck you money that he's probably just going to use to reinvest into making comedy even better than it currently is. And it was great for Spotify because it gave them a market share of the podcast scene. But look, I'm certainly not going to miss watching Rogan exclusively on Spotify, like at all. And this second deal is probably worse for Spotify than the first time around, but it's still keeping them relevant and in the game because what they've done is they've trained an audience to listen to Rogan on Spotify. Some of that will stay, some of that will bleed back into YouTube and Apple Podcasts and all the other audio platforms. But yeah, that's my humble opinion on uh, what this new Spotify deal means for Rogan, for Spotify, and for everyone else. This couldn't have happened at a better time because 2024 is going to be a rough year for podcasting, possibly even 2025. But whoever weathers this storm, you know, it's going to be pretty good for them afterwards, I think, in my opinion. Man, today was a shorty and not an anecdote from my past. We're going back to reporting on the industry. Isn't that neat? Well, now would be a good time to comment, like, subscribe, share this shit with a friend. Lord knows I could use the help. And I would also like to thank everyone that you're seeing on screen right now. They are all producers that are helping uh, support this channel 
helping me put out episodes consistently week after week because without their help, it certainly would be extremely difficult for me to continue doing this. And if you would like to be one of the people whose names are on this screen, you can go ahead and click the Patreon link in the description below and support me at any level that you're comfortable with. And with that, guys, I want to say thank you for watching another episode of Catching You Up With... Anadal. It's COVID. And although last week was 100% confirmed news, I just want to let you know that we are going back to basics and... This is a totally unconfirmed <laughs> news. I'll see you guys next week.